Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to do our draft review. We're a couple of days late here. Had a very busy Monday to kick off the week. Uh, been a pretty wild time in my draft competition. Obviously lost Ryan Pappenhausen last week. Uh, managed to sneak away with a win this weekend. Was very lucky to get away with it. Uh, Scott Drinkwater, he was my captain with a 36. Thank for the guy I was playing. Funnily enough, the week I lost Pappy. I played Kurt this week. He's a guy that lost Turbo in my comp. So it was a bit of a, uh, a, bit of a cripple off in my comp. Thankfully... Uh, I managed to come home with the chocolates, but there really wasn't much in it. It was a really tight affair, one that I didn't enjoy over the weekend. I ended up winning by about 85 or so, uh, but it was a lot closer than that the entire weekend. Sort of got saved by a couple of big scores on Sunday afternoon. The rest of my weekend was pretty bang average. Um, I'll start off, we had the Brisbane Broncos. They played first. I had Katoni Staggs in that one. He came up with a 61, uh, which I was pretty happy with considering he didn't score a try or anything. Um, Katoni, normally if he doesn't score a try, I'm in some Barney rubble there. So I wasn't stoked with it, but I was more than happy to take a 61 when he didn't score any points. Kurt, on the other hand, he had a really good night out. Some of his players stood up. He had Adam Reynolds who got a 94, which really stung me. Ezra Mam got a 56. I thought Ezra Mam deserved more points, to be honest. Uh, so I was a little bit lucky there. Um, yeah, thankfully he put his VC on Ezra, not Adam Reynolds. If he would have gone with Adam Reynolds, uh, would have made our game very, very interesting. I still think I would have won. No, actually, maybe I wouldn't have. If he would have got more, I might have lost that one realistically because he had an AE anyway. So, uh, yeah, a little bit lucky there, but... That's the way it goes. My captain went incredibly poorly anyway, so I could say the same for me. Uh, but yeah, Adam Reynolds had a great game. Ezra Mann was sensational. Katoni Staggs, he still managed to outscore Ezra Mann, which I thought I was a little bit lucky to get away with. But we will take those ones. Friday night, the Dragons uh, knocked over the Manly Seagulls. I had Kohler in this one. He scored 31. I also had Ola Kawatu, who was my VC, who only got 29. So this was a pretty disappointing game for me, considering that Kurt didn't have anyone in this game. I thought the Manly Seagulls would win this. Uh, to have Kohler and Ola Kawatu and that right edge combined for a grand total of 60 points, 
Very, very disappointing. I thought I would get a minimum of 60 out of Olokuatu. So to get 60 out of both of them, a huge letdown. And that was my VC down the drain. So a huge waste after Ezra Mann went 56, which is good but not great. Probably not enough to take in a draft competition. Uh, but the way that our game went, it probably wasn't far off taking realistically. Uh, the Knights then took on the Sydney Roosters from the Newcastle Knights. Kurt had Heimel, honey. He's had a couple of injuries to grab Heimel. He had a very disappointing score of 19, thankfully. Just got no ball in that onslaught. Victor Radley did pretty well, 49 points. If I can get 45-plus out of Victor Radley every week, I am stoked with that. But the thing that hurt me this week was Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Uh, had a really poor first half, did a sweet FA, and then got injured. So my AE was Lachlan. Fitzgibbon, who got an 11, which was very, very disappointing. Had to carry that for the entire weekend, which really stung. Then the Canberra Raiders played the New Zealand Warriors. Another game that hurt me big time. Ewan Aitken, um, averaging 60 this year, scored 34, played 80 minutes. Uh, Just didn't get through the work that he normally does. Didn't hardly had any hit-ups. I think he had three or four. He still made like 30-odd tackles, but he missed four or five. So a very disappointing score from Ewan Aitken. Uh, 34, I think he was on 36 um, at the end of the game and updated to 34. I think this was a bit of a lazy update uh, by the Supercoach people, but Aitken to stay on that was a real kick in the dick, whereas on the other side of the park, uh, every single one of Kurt's players um, that was playing in this game scored more than mine, including his AE, which was Chanel Harris-Tavita, who got 36. Adam Vanilla Blake, a pretty disappointing 37. With Tennis Lesniak, a solid 42, considering he didn't do anything big. But it was uh, Corey Hadawira Nido who he had picked off the bench of the Camp Raiders. And when I saw that Kurt had him, I sort of thought, okay, that's good. That'll be a 20, 25 there. Why would you pick a bench back rower? He managed to score two and was unlucky not to score a third. So 72 points. And when that sort of happened... And I had, you know, Cola 31, Ola Kawati, my VC, do sweet FA, Fitzgibbon injured, Aitken on 34. I sort of thought, wow, maybe this isn't the weekend for me. Maybe I'm going to get rolled here by a player that respectfully is probably going to come last in our comp. So I was a little bit worried, and I didn't have a Ryan Pappenhausen to lean on to save my sorry ass. Uh, we then had the Panthers and the Sharkies, who I had Isaac Tungo. I wasn't expecting a big game. Thankfully, he scored a try, scored 65. So we'll take that. Kurt had Dale Finucane. He got 44. There was a moment where I thought, oh, he might get sin-binned here. He did stay on the field. Uh, he's now facing a two- to three-week charge. We'll know the result of that by the time you guys are listening to this. I also had Britt Nakora got a 52, who I was stoked with. Um, then we had South Sydney versus the Melbourne Storm later that night. We only had one player each year. I had Tommy Burgess. He had Nelson Asofa Um They were honestly within three or four points of each other at every single point throughout this game. Uh, updates came in, though, and Burgess 43, Nelson 35, so a minor advantage my way. At this point, I thought I was in a little bit of trouble. I thought I'm going to need a big captain score. He hadn't used his captaincy yet, and thankfully, um, he didn't really have any standout captains. There was one that... I probably would have captained. I don't know if it would have won it for him. It would have got him damn close. But he did have Aaron Clark, who played sensationally well the week before. There was a bit of mystery around his minutes, though, which I understand. But I wish I had Aaron Clark. 74 supercoach points against Canterbury Bulldogs. He was sensational. He also had Corey Thompson, though, who unfortunately did nothing. So he got 26. So the 74 of Aaron Clark was sort of evened out by the Corey Thompson, 26. Uh, I had Marshall King, who went huge, 108, uh, and went off for 15 minutes with a HIA. And then I had Maxi King as 
as well, who just got through a heap of work as per usual, 62. So that game was a big one for me. I gained about 170 points, uh, whereas Kurt, he only got 100 points. So that was big for me. And then uh, the last game, we had the North Queensland Cowboys and the West Tigers, as controversial as it was. We had four Cowboys in this game. He had Luciano Lelua, who he did captain. He was moved to the bench, but I understand why Kurt did this. He needed a little bit of upside, and he probably thought that uh, the Tigers were going to get absolutely smashed by the Cowboys, and Luciano Lelua against his former club would stand up. He only got 33, so 66 as captain, uh, and Hamiso was the other guy that was on his bench of eight. So for Kurt, unfortunately for him, the way his season's sort of gone, he's sort of been a bit of a shot duck, realistically. I mean, you have a look at his team that he put out against me. Um, you had how many guys were on the bench in his team? He had Hattori Onida, uh, Luciano Lelua, and Hamiso. So three out of his 13. He had Selwyn Cobo as well, who didn't get to play. Brandon Smith, who's injured, who's suspended as well. So hasn't really been Kurt's season. He's been a little bit unlucky with guys he's picked and whatnot and Turbo getting injured. Uh, but yeah, a win that I I didn't play well. Didn't. He did really well. 79. My captain, Scott Drinkwater, got 36. So the whole weekend was just a complete and utter shit show. I had Tomoko in my center wing, so I didn't play. He got 64, and then Starling got a 36, so uh, not much doing. I also picked up Tom Travojevic. I don't know if I mentioned this or not. I picked him up in my draft team, hoping he can come back for round 24, round 25, if I'm still in the comp at that point, uh, both of which are looking pretty unlikely because I'm going like a busted now. It's all turned around very, very quickly. So yeah, 696 to 609, a win that I will take. It wasn't a pretty one. I was probably lucky I was playing Kurt realistically, uh, but we will take it. And Kurt, uh, he's had a tough season. It's probably only going to get tougher, uh, but it is tough when you lose your first draft pick, no doubt about that. Uh, he's, he's very new to Supercoach though, though, Kurt, so he's learning more and more every year and he will get better as we move forward, which takes me to this round, which is going to be a really important one for me, which is... Uh, Kind of fucked me a little bit, to be honest with you. This whole Manly Seagulls thing has really hurt my team. I've obviously got Olakawatu and Kola, so they're both out. I'm carrying, carrying Tom Travojevic. So straight away, I've got three non-playing players uh, who play on Thursday night. So that really hurts that, you know, Kola and Olakawatu were two quality players. Turbo, I'm not too worried about. I'm holding him for the end. Uh, but the other two really hurt. We'll have waivers tonight. Uh, when you're listening to this, it will be Wednesday. I am recording this Tuesday night, so I will be putting waivers in where I'll probably get rid of Lachlan Fitzgibbon. I just need to find a forward uh, to bring into my team just to essentially put out 13. And then Tommy Starling, as much as he's not an ideal guy to have on my bench against the Titans, I don't mind him in this matchup either. But we'll go through my guys this weekend. I'm playing Greg, who's just fallen out of the top eight, uh, but has a half-decent side. So Manly play the Roosters the first game of the weekend. He's also got Tui Pilotu. So most of the guys that are sitting out this game, three of the seven are from our game. But I'll have Victor Radley. He will have Lachlan Croker in this one, so a pretty even matchup there. I'm expecting both to go um, for 50-odd points. Hopefully, Radley can pick up an attacking stat somewhere. Then we've got the Warriors and the Storm. I've got you and Aiken. I really need him to bounce back with a big performance here. Greg's got Felice Kafusi, so I'd like to think Aiken gets the better of Kafusi, but anything could happen there, realistically. Uh, then he's got his big gun, Isaiah Papali'i, who I assume uh, will be his VC in this one. That'll be a very alarming game for me to watch against Penrith. Hopefully he doesn't score a try. I think every single time I've ever played Isaiah Popoli, he scored a try. So might be a little omen for you anytime try scorer bets this weekend. Uh, but IPAP, he'll be 
his VC. I'll have Isaac Tungo. I'm a little bit worried about Tungo moving forward, and we'll talk about it on beers and break-evens as well this week, but I'm really worried with Sean O'Sullivan coming into this team. With all due respect to him, he's a run-first guy. He's not really a pass guy, so that worries me a lot with Isaac Tungo moving forward. sort of adds to the uh, shit show that is my Supercoach draft team at the moment. We've then got the Raiders and the Gold Coast Titans. I've got Matty Tomoko, who I'll be forced to play, which I don't mind in this clash. I'll also have my AE, which will be Tommy Starling in this game. So, fingers crossed, he can come up with something. For Greg, he's only got Mo Fodawaka, so not too worried about Mo Fodawaka. Might be a 45-50, but all of his guys are looking at, you know, probably they're they're not outstanding players, but I don't think they'll go sub-40, sub-45. So, I'm going to probably need some some attacking stats from some of my lower players. I then got the Sharkies up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I've got Britton Nakora. I just need him to get 50, and I'll be fucking stoked. And this is the game that matters. Uh, Greg has got Alex Johnson, Cody Walker, Jed Cartwright. So I think he'll probably see Cody Walker, but he might not after last week, and it's a good matchup. It's a hard matchup for South Sydney, but that'll go a long way. If Cody Walker and AJ on that left edge put on a show, uh, that'll pretty much be the nail in my coffin, I think. So that's the one I'll be watching very closely. We then got the Bron- and I've got Tom Burgess as well, who's coming off the fucking bench at the moment. I really need him to start and play decent minutes. Then I've got the Brisbane Broncos and the West Tigers. I've got Katoni Staggs here. Uh, I just need him to come up with a try. Need an attacking start somewhere. A little bit worried about Tessie New, who Greg could captain this week. I think he's been in supreme form recently. Tessie against the West Tigers. I know they played well last week, but I'm still not convinced the Tigers put in a solid performance here. He's also got Jordan Rickey. So um, Jordan Rickey, I don't like that one because if Katoni Stag isn't getting the ball, that means it's gone to Jordan Rickey. Uh, and he quite often steals a lot of stats off Katoni Stag. So hopefully he can go the other way this week. We then got Newcastle and the Canterbury Bulldogs. I've got Maxi King and Jeremy Marshall King, the way that my um, team is shaping up at the moment. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King might be my captain, which is a little bit alarming. Hopefully Canterbury can stand up against Newcastle and keep playing the way they have been, and Marshall King can keep up his form. Uh, on the other side of the park, Greg's got Josh Adokar, which worries me as well. He's in incredible form at the moment. Uh, he scores a few tries. I'll find myself in a lot of trouble very quickly. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. He's also got Tyson Rizal and Dane Gagai, another two guys that they might not be outstanding even in a loss. I think they'll still score half decent. And then we've got the Cowboys and the Dragons. He's got Chad Townsend. I have got Drinkwater and Dearden. Uh, so I really need my Cowboys to stand up. Drinky, he might end up being my captain there if I'm chasing a big score, but pretty disappointing last week. So hopefully we get a bounce back from him. Outside of that, on his bench, he's got Leota, who's on who's on the extended. Luke Garner, who's not playing. Cody Nicarima, who's on the bench for South Sydney. And Tupelotu. So uh, nothing to worry about on the bench, but same as me. I'm kind of fucked there. I've got, at the moment, my bench is Kola, Olaquatu, Travojevic, Falkman, Starling, Fitzgibbon. That's pre-waiver uh, wire, obviously. So I'm going to have to make two changes changes there. I'm going to have to get rid of Volkman and I'm going to have to get rid of Lachlan Fitzgibbon. So, uh, yeah, we'll just see how that one plays out. But hopefully I can pick up some good players off the waiver. There are a couple of good prospects there. Uh, but yeah, the Supercoach draft team is slowly falling apart. On the ladder, 
We're actually doing okay, and we've got two more games to go. If I can win one of them, I think I'll finish in the top four. So hopefully we can win this one or next week. I'm third at the moment. Uh, so ladder-wise, I'm sitting in a pretty good spot. I think I'm fifth overall, sixth overall, highest scorer. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't think I can win this comp now. I need a lot of luck to go my way. The Manly boys being out makes it really hard this week. That's been a real kick in the dick. So hopefully uh, we can turn it around. I was going through some numbers the other day because normally I'm pretty good with my captains. Normally I'm very happy with my decisions. This year it's been a shit fight. And I just had a look at the last 10 weeks. How's this? So round 19, my captain was Drinkwater, got 32. Round 18, my captain was Pappy, got injured for 34. Round 17, I went to Tony Staggs. He went huge, 103. Uh, round 16, Pappy went huge, 135. Round 15, Isaac Tungo went 38. 14, Drinky went 90. 15, 13, Drinky went 119. Round 12, Staggs went 46. Round 11, Britton Accor went 51. And round 10, Drinkwater went 46. So I have not had a single captain in the last 10 weeks that has scored between 51 and 90, not once. They've always been above 90 or below 51, which is just insane. Uh, I've had 90, 103, 135, and 119, and then I've had 32, 34, 38, 46, 51, 46. I mean, just crazy when you would think your average captain score is probably 60, 70, 80 around that mark. I haven't had a single score in the 60s, 70s, or 80s. It's always been I've nailed it or I've completely failed it, and I think the amount of times I've failed it has really costly without Pappy now uh, makes life really difficult as well. So uh, that's on me, though. Should have done better with my captaincies this year. Hard without Pappy. But outside of that, I've got players that should have done better than what they have when I selected them as captain as well. So it's been costly this year. It hasn't been too costly yet, but come finals time, uh, it definitely will be. Hopefully, I can hang on to the top four and have two bites of the cherry. If I can somehow weasel a win um, in week one and I'm in the top four, that'll give me a week off, two weeks to fuck around with the waiver wire and try and sort that out and put myself in a good spot. If I can just get to grand final week and then I can work off the waiver when there's restings and everything, I'll give myself a chance. But uh, I'm going to take a lot of things to go my way and I'm going to have to finish top four, which means I probably have to win the next two weeks, at least one of them. I think if I win one, I should make top four, but I could still miss if I only win one of them. So pressure is on big time. I have got a decent draw. Um, I think I've got Greg and then I've got Mick. So I've got uh, 10th place and then 13th place. Uh, so fingers crossed it does fall my way, but it's not not looking good at the moment. I'll definitely play finals hoodie. I'm not concerned about that. I'll definitely be there. Uh, But yeah, I want to go further than that. And I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to this year. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 